Hey there, it's Olivia Allen Price, host of Bay Curious, the podcast. KQED Podcasts wants to thank listeners like you whose support makes this podcast possible. If you want to help us continue to make great content, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. And thanks. From KQED. I first noticed those bright yellow bumper stickers while driving down for a trip to Santa Cruz. You know the ones, with big black letters that say, Mystery Spot. Those stickers are on cars all over the Bay Area. And they're one of those things that once you start looking for them, you see them everywhere. The O in the word spot, it kind of looks like a record. So for years, I actually thought that Mystery Spot was maybe a beloved record store. But no, not so. It's something much more weird and eclectic and, yes, I'll even say it, mysterious. Today on the show, we're taking you inside this Santa Cruz attraction, where perception appears to bend reality. And, spoiler alert, we'll look at the science behind what makes it the mystery spot. I'm Olivia Allen Price. You're listening to Bay Curious. Support for Bay Curious comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Committed to brewing things the right way since 1980, because when you're a family-run brewery, there's no other way to do it. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, still family-owned, operated, and argued over. And be sure to stay tuned through the end of the show so you can play our monthly trivia game for a chance to win some cool prizes. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. KQED's Amanda Font headed down to the mystery spot with a friend. So here we are at the mystery spot. <laughs> uh, this is my friend and colleague, Chloe Morizono. She's here with me as my sort of chief experiencer since I've been here so many times before. Are you excited? I'm very excited. Prepare to be amazed. <laughs> I've been to the mystery spot seven times in the last decade. I love bringing friends. And despite multiple visits and Googling how it works, I'm still kind of baffled about what's going on here. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Hi. Mystery Spot. How's everybody doing? Good. Good. 
Our tour group of about 30 people meets at the bottom of a hill that marks the edge of the spot. Stella is our guide today. A man named George Prather bought this land from a lumber company. Prather only wanted the flat area at the bottom of the hill, but... The lumber company refused to sell it to him unless he bought this hillside along with it. But Prather noticed pretty quickly that something was weird. So the first thing that Mr. Prather realized was that this hillside right here is much more difficult to climb up than it should be. He reported feeling dizzy and disoriented in an area on the hill about 150 feet in diameter. Prather also claimed his compass would point in the wrong direction when he was on the hill. That isn't part of today's demonstrations, but other quirks of the hillside are. Stella lays some boards on the ground. So now this is a totally flat and level surface. Do you guys trust me? Yes. Okay, no. What? Do not trust someone you met three minutes ago. That's like rule number one. I can prove it, though. She puts down a level and... Yep, the bubble is right in the middle, totally level. Could I borrow you two? A couple of kids volunteer. All right, you sir, you're going to stand right over here, okay? You guys are going to stand on the boards facing each other. Exactly. The kid on the right end of the boards is taller by about four inches. Go ahead and switch places. Oh my god. (laughs) Suddenly, they're the same height. You guys see that difference, right? (laughs) Like, it's not just me. Could it be the mystery spot? Now we trudge up the steep hill. Are you feeling mysterious yet? I don't know yet. It does feel mysterious. That, that little switcheroo definitely got me. <laughs> we meet at the top in front of a very crooked cabin. It's a small wooden structure with two rooms and a couple painless windows. It's leaning sharply downhill, and we're all leaning uphill. Just looking at it makes you dizzy. Standing inside it is very disorienting. You can't see much through the windows, and we're leaning at a 17-degree angle, which appears even greater with the lean of the cabin. We're practically diagonal. (laughs) It's hard to walk. (laughs) It looks like we're about to fall over. Oh my god, this is wild. Oh no! And then someone does. But don't worry, she's totally fine. The thing that most bewilders Chloe and me is the pendulum. In one room, a large lead weight is attached to a cable so it can swing freely. Like it's hanging downwards because that's the way that gravity pulls it, right? But when we swing it, it flies way over in one direction and only about half as far in the other direction. Okay. I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna understand what's going on right away. It's all just gravity, but pretty mysterious, eh? Mysterious. Stella runs through the mystery spot's official theories. Maybe a UFO crashed into the hillside long ago and it's still buried there. Maybe there's a swirling pool of magma creating a magnetic anomaly. Or maybe we've been inhaling toxic fumes. And over the last 45 minutes, you have all been experiencing a mass group hallucination. Enjoy your stay in Santa Cruz. The truth remains a mystery. Now, here comes the part of the story where we're going to talk about how the mystery spot works. So if you don't want to know, first off, I don't blame you. But you should also maybe go listen to something else on your podcast player. All right. Amanda, 
explain what is going on here. Okay, Olivia. So I thought I might be able to get some real answers from Stella after the tour. So I pulled her aside. Level with me. Mm -hmm. Is there a real secret that you can share? If there is, I don't know it. I swear. Wow. So she was really no help. Nope. She doesn't know anything either. Uh, But I did some research, and what's happening here, surprise, surprise, it's not actually magic. It's an optical illusion. It's just a really, really effective one. The mystery spot sits on what's called a gravity hill or a magnetic hill. These are spots where balls appear to roll uphill and, you know, people get really disoriented. There are lots of locations like this around the world, and for a long time people had no explanation, but really it has to do with the way our brains make sense of the world around us. When you look at something, your brain is automatically trying to calculate what's level and what's not, and the easiest way to establish that is looking at the horizon line. But if you don't have a clear view of the horizon, your brain just has to use what's around you to try and make sense of it, and that gets tricky when the whole landscape is tilted. Oh, wow. Okay, this is fascinating. Um, Have any academics studied the mystery spot? Actually, yeah. Back in 1998, two UC Berkeley psychology professors, William Prinzmetal and Arthur Shimamura, conducted some experiments at the spot and in a laboratory setting to try and figure it out. What they did was take dozens of test subjects, put them in a dark room, stick them in a chair, and then tilt it at a 30-degree angle. Then they had them try to match up dots along the real horizon line to see, you know, how good they were at assessing where true level was. And turns out that when they were tilted, their perceptual distortion more than doubled compared to when they were sitting in an actually level chair. Okay, but that still doesn't explain the level on the board that Stella had. How, how does that work? That I have no explanation for. The mystery is still alive, and that's what makes it fun. All right. KQD's Amanda Font, thank you so much. This was a super fun story. My pleasure. Mark your calendars, everyone. On October 28th, KQED is hosting an event at our beautiful new headquarters in San Francisco called Chilling Histories of California. It will feature some friends of Bay Curious telling stories that you will not believe, and some of which you actually should not believe. I'll be there and would love it if you came by and said hello. Details and tickets at kqed.org slash live. This episode of Bay Curious was made by Brendan Willard, Carly Severn, Victoria Malione, Susie Racho, Sasha Coca, and me, Olivia Allen Price. The story first ran on the California Report magazine. Check out their podcast for more stories like it. Bay Curious is made in San Francisco at member-supported KQED. I know you all came here for our world-famous bumper stickers! Marketing genius. Hi, Bay Curious listeners. Are you ready to play May's Trivia Game? Every month, we read a question here at the end of our episode. You can give us your answers over at our website, kqed.org slash baycurious, or just click the link in the episode description. Out of the correct answers, we'll randomly choose one lucky winner to receive a cool prize package with Bay Curious swag and Sierra Nevada goodies. 
Okay, our question for the month is, the world's longest-running pillow-fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck! Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast.